Well, good morning, friends. Grab your Bibles and your notepads. You'll need both. We're in Mark chapter 16. We're going to cover just the first eight verses, um, but we're going to cover quite a bit of Scripture in the book of Acts and um, and other places. So be ready to go. We're going to cut this um, resurrection um, and then the appearances. We're going to cut it into a, a couple different lessons, at least two, maybe today and tomorrow, and we'll see about Monday. So Mark chapter 16, verse 1, when the Sabbath was passed, that's key, when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Salome, bought spices so they might go to and anoint him. Now remember, uh, Nicodemus and and uh, Joseph Arimathea, they had to prepare their spices ahead of time because everything was closed. But now that the Sabbath is passed, Mary and uh, Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Salome, were able to go buy spices at the store. They did not know that the body of Jesus had already been prepared. Uh, So they bought him so they might anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, which is Sunday, um, and uh, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. It's very early, and other accounts will tell you it's very early, so it was somewhat dark, right? The sun was rising, um, but it was somewhat dark. Peter went to the tomb later, but Mary went, and it was very early. Remember, they she runs back. And verse 3, and they were saying to one another, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? And looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was a very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe, and they were alarmed. And he said to them, do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go tell the disciples, underline, and Peter that he is going before you to Galilee, there you will see him just as he told you. He had told them that he was going to go into Galilee um, earlier when they were talking. Then they went out and fled from the tomb uh, for trembling and astonishment had seized them. And they said nothing to anyone for there they were afraid. Okay. Now it appears at verse eight that all the women ran off. But you'll see in just a moment, well, we will probably tomorrow, you'll see that Jesus appears to Mary Magdalene. And so um, there's all kinds of confusion going on, right? They didn't go there to find a resurrected body. They went there to prepare a body for burial. Okay, so you need to, to be able to see, we need to be able to see the disciples are in hiding and the women are going there to find a resurrected Lord. So understand the um, the mindset of the people, because people said, oh, the disciples stole them, or the disciples just made this resurrection up because they believed. No, no. They were believing that Jesus was done. He was dead. And we're going to look at some scriptures here in just a moment. Now, Jesus Christ was delivered for your offense and mine. And he was raised again for our justification. Turn to Romans chapter 4 and verse 25, and we're going to start the process of looking through some scriptures. Um, Understand that Jesus uh, died, understanding that he rose, we still have to understand why he did what he did, why it was necessary for him to do that. Look at Romans chapter 4 and verse 25. It says that Jesus was delivered up for our trespasses, which is our sins, 
and he was raised for our justification, just as if we hadn't sinned. That's how you remember justification. He justified us by the 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 price that he was willing to pay with his own body. Remember Mark chapter 10, 45. I go over it over and over again. We should have it memorized by now. That the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Um, back to Wearsby, a dead Savior cannot save anybody. The resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead is a mu- is as much part of the gospel message as his sacrificial death on the cross. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians. Paul lays this out really well in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 as he's explaining um, what is really, truly important. So he says this, that these first eight verses are just critical when he's talking about the resurrection here. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and these eight verses. Now I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, gospel means good news, which you received in which you stand and by which you are being saved, if you hold fast to the word I preached to unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you as a first importance what I also received. So he's passing on, which seems to be a a very early creed, a very early belief system. People say that the resurrection uh, teaching came much later. No, no, it was incredibly early when Paul had been um, touched on the road to um, to uh, uh, Damascus. Um, in, in Acts chapter 8, in Acts chapter 9, God gets a hold of him. He's breathing out threatenings. He's cursing and coming against the church. And Jesus calls him up and says, you're, you're persecuting me. This is, under, this is another important thing. When Jesus says to him, you're persecuting me, why are you persecuting me? Who was he persecuting? He was persecuting the church. But Jesus is the head of the church. So anything done to you in his name, he has done to him. He said that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, not just some blanket thing. It was it was prophesied in the scriptures that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. Again, this is all scriptural. And that he appeared to Cephas, who is Peter, then to the 12. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep, meaning they've been martyred. Then he appeared to James, who was... Jesus' brother, then to all the apostles, last of all, as uh, to one untimely born, he also appeared to me. There were multiple occasions uh, post-resurrection where Jesus appeared to individuals. Let's go uh, farther. In fact, in the book of Acts, the church gets witness, uh, gave witness primarily to the resurrection. They gave from the very start of it. They gave... Um, a witness to the resurrection, eyewitness resu- uh, um, uh, testimony. Let's look at Acts chapter 1, verse 22. Acts chapter 1, verse 22. It says, Beginning from the baptism of John until the day when he was taken up from us, <clears throat> one of these men must become with us a witness to his resurrection. Now, they were replacing Judas. So what was one of the requirements of replacing Judas, that the man had to be with them from the start, from the baptism of John till the, to, to the ascension and uh, to the red death and resurrection, and now a witness to, uh, again, a death uh, witness to his resurrection. Turn to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. 
verses 22 through 24. What was going on in the beginnings of the church? Here's the answer. Acts chapter 2, 22. Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth. Not just somebody else. He clearly states, Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with mighty works and wonders and signs that God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves know. Paul later said, Jews look for miracles and signs. And... uh and the Gentiles look for wisdom, right? They look for knowledge, man's knowledge. So God delivered to them, these Jews, exactly what they wanted. He delivered signs and miracles. This Jesus delivered up according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God. Listen, everything that happened to him was supposed to happen to him. And then he says, you crucified and killed by the hands of lawless men. So even though it was the plan of God, you're not removed from the guilt. God raised him up, loosening the pangs of death because it was not possible for him to be held by it. See, from day one, they were preaching Jesus Christ, him crucified and him risen. Let's look at Acts chapter four, verses one and two. And as they were speaking to the people, this is Peter and John before the council, the priests and the captain of the temple and Sadducees came upon them, greatly annoyed because they were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. While they're teaching and preaching to the people, even though they've been warned to do it, they're, they are, um, and just a few days earlier, they had run away from um, this teaching because they were afraid, because Jesus had been killed but had not yet raised from the dead. They were running and they were hiding, and now they're standing boldly um, and speaking at the temple. This is what their message was, that Jesus Christ had to be, according to the scriptures, uh, uh, um, turned over to lawless men, killed, but he would rise again. Acts chapter 4 and verse 33. And with great power, the apostles giving testi- give, were giving their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. It's... I know this sounds redundant as I go over this, but it's it's a so imperative, especially in the time that we live in. <clears throat> you need to be able to defend your faith because our faith is under attack. Our faith is under attack and you need to be able to defend your faith. Go to Romans chapter one. Romans chapter one, verses one through six. Romans one, one through six. Paul a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures concerning his son, who was descended from David according to the flesh and was declared to be the son of God in power according to the spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord. How was it proven that he was truly the son of God? By his resurrection. Otherwise, he was just another man who died. But because God raised him from the dead, God raised him from the dead. That is proof that he's the son of God. Men don't rise from the dead. Through, verse 5, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the nations, not just to the Jews, including you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. Paul's speaking to a Gentile audience in Romans, this letter, to, to a people he's never met. But he hears about what God is doing in their life. And so he sends them a letter desiring one day to get to Rome. And he does get to Rome. 
he does eventually get there to meet with these people. Now, Mark chapter 9, we're going to look at some scriptures that shows that, um, that the disciples did not believe or did not understand what Jesus was saying when um, they talked about, when he talked about being killed. Look at Mark chapter 9, verses 9 and 10. Mark chapter 9, verses 9 and 10. If you could see my new Bible that I've had for just a few months, it's so marked up. <clears throat> you can write in your Bible. If you can't write in your Bible, throw it away, get one you can write in. Mark chapter 9, verse 9. And as they were coming down from the mountain, this is after the Mount of Transfiguration, he charged them to tell no one what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. And who's the Son of Man? That is the name for the Messiah given from uh, Daniel chapter 7, verse 13, 14, verse 10. So they kept the matter to themselves, questioning what this rising from the dead might mean. And you and I, having the advantage of looking backwards toward the resurrection, we know what it means now, but they did not. But they would soon find out. Now, go to Mark chapter 9, verses 30 through 32. Just a couple more scriptures in this part of um, of this. It's so essential that we understand that this was all a part of the plan of God. Mark chapter 9, 30 through 32. They went on from there and passed through Galilee, and he did not want anyone to know, for he was teaching his disciples, saying to them, the Son of Man, remember, that's the, that's the name for um, the Messiah from Daniel chapter 7. The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men and they will kill him. And when he is killed, after three days he will rise. But they did not understand the saying and were afraid to ask him what it meant. One more scripture, Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10, verses 32 and 34. And look at how exact this is. Mark chapter 10, verses 32 and 34. Uh, 32 through 34. And when they were on the road going to Jerusalem and Jesus was walking ahead of them, they were amazed as those who followed were afraid. Um, and talk, taking the 12 again, he began to tell them what was to happen to him, saying, See, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man, that's one of the favorite titles in Mark, will be delivered over to the chief priests and to the scribes. Look at how exact this, this is. And they will condemn him to death, deliver him over to the Gentiles, the Romans, to Pilate, and they will mock him and spit on him and flog him and kill him, and after three days... He will rise. They didn't understand it. You and I wouldn't have understood it if we were there either. But Jesus came to give his life. Jesus came to give his life. They didn't take it from him. He could have stopped it. He could have called to his father and he could have sent legions of angels and everything would have stopped. He could have come down off the cross as they asked him to do in mocking but if he would have come down off the cross, he would have been the only one saved. No one would have been saved. He would have been rescued by his father, but none of us would have been saved. And as sad and as difficult as it is to talk about the cross, aren't you glad he stayed on the cross? Because now, because of that, you have a relationship with a God who is not mad at you, but madly in love with you. Let me pray for us. In Numbers chapter 6, verse 24, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless you until we talk again.